This is Real Talk with Coach Valerie Malone, your source of empowering ideas and actionable strategies for life, business, and leadership. Join your host, Valerie Malone, leadership coach and motivational speaker on a journey to unlocking your true potential. begin. Helen, you're a holistic tra- tantra. Tell me if I say it right. Tantra coach. Yes. Where yeah. you help women through your signature co- uh, course called the Goddess Academy. That is such yes. a great name that I love. Um, so how did you get into this tantra practice? Right. Well, tantra. Um, it, it was really, I like to say it was by accident. I don't believe in accidents, but back then it felt like a huge accident, right? So I come from, uh, I'm from Brazil originally, and I came out of Brazil to work as a model and dancer. And um, it was great. It was a great career, but I was already thinking of when I'm not going to be dancing or modeling anymore, what am I going to do? And this was back in 2009 so i i still had a few years ahead of me in my career but me and my girlfriend we were thinking well let's be personal trainers right because that's the thing to do so we did personal training courses and then from there it was actually her idea she was like i probably had just done a couple of yoga classes back then didn't know much about yoga didn't really like it to be honest with you it was boring there was no way like I was sitting there for half an hour trying what they call meditation and I didn't get it and I was not going back ever again but she came to me and she was like look I think we need to take a look into it and do a yoga course as well because I believe it's going to be a big thing in the future like you know it's it's gonna hit and you want to be a yoga teacher when you're not doing this anymore and i was like yeah you know what i think you're right and she's like well where where are we gonna do a course okay so we're in hong kong both of us she's also from brazil and she's like why don't we go to india because that's where yoga comes from right and we're, we're young free i was um i think i was single at the time yes i was single and we were like, yeah, let's just go. Just the two of us. Yeah, no problem. And I left the whole thing for her. She was the one who got the idea. She was the one looking for the place that we were going to go. She booked everything. And when we were going to book our flights, she I backed off. She didn't want to go anymore. Wow. She went to Las Vegas instead. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. But I thank her and we're still like in contact and I'm like, I, I went anyways. I went by myself to India okay. like over 11 years ago. Yeah. And I got there. And when I get there, actually before I got there, I was like, I better take a look at what this thing I'm doing. Like what's this yoga that I'm doing. And when I look at their website, everything's booked, right? It's a week before I'm leaving. It's a Tantra ashram. Okay. Now, when I look the first time at the name, I'm like, hold on a second. The only thing I've probably heard of Tantra had to do with porn or Kama Sutra. Right. That, that was what I knew about Tantra. But I was like, 
Well, you know what? Let, let's see how it goes. I don't know if I'm going to go there and people's going to just start having sex with each other, then I can just leave. No problem, you know? No, who knows? <laughs> but um, I get there and it was nothing like it. If anything, there was, n- n- there was no sex. At, well, the whole time that I was there, yeah. I was in celibate. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And when I got there, uh, the the whole time they were there were classes we were doing a lot of yoga classes a lot of asanas so basically it was like this traditional hatha yoga asanas okay. and you get really strong you get um, your body starts realigning the energy systems and that was a completely different outtake on the yoga that I had. And we had the Tantra philosophies and it's a really beautiful thing because um, it was all focused on the self. So I learned things about myself that I haven't in my entire life. I was, I'm not going to count how old I was there now, but um, I was this girl that was working a lot, was working really hard to make in an industry that's really tough. Um, you know, everyone might think, oh, modeling, traveling the world. Yeah, but it, it is really tough. There's a lot of competition, a lot of rejection. You know that you're not going to last forever. If anything, you know there's always a prettier, younger, and hungrier girl coming down the stairs. That's what we learn as dancers, right. ready to push you out of the way. That's all that we know about life and that you have to survive. And that you probably have to find a wealthy boyfriend or husband so that you can stop doing that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, so that's, that's how I got into it. And, but I came out of there and I was going to there for one, one month so I could get my 200-hour certification uh-huh. in teaching yoga. And after, when the month was coming up, I thought, I can't leave. I just... I'm just finding myself here. I don't want to go anywhere. And then I stayed for three months. Uh-huh. And when the three months were coming up, I didn't want to leave. But then they kicked me out of there. And they were like, no, because, you know, you have to go back to the world. You can't run away from it. Right. Now you have all those tools and resources. Now you know who you are. You know what you can get in life. And life is beautiful. And you need to go and get all that you can like do the best and be the best of you and the world is yours you can't stay and then they literally kicked me out and that was great (laughs) and I just remember one one of the things that I came from that school that was really strong on me I think I was very I I didn't know but I figured out there how hurtful I was towards um, relationships Oh, okay. So, you know, like everyone, I had a few relationships, a few boyfriends. I started quite late. My first boyfriend in Brazil, I think I was 19 years old. Not a great, exp- I mean, now I know it was a great experience, but it was very hurtful at the time. And then the next boyfriend, not great. And then I was just a lot hurtful about relationships. And I asked my guru, I was like, you're telling me that I should not be scared and just open myself up for love and give love unconditionally and love everyone with no discrimination. But 
people just hurt other people. Like, I don't want to be hurt. So what are you talking about? And that was the one thing he said. He told me, Ellen, people can't hurt you. You see, think this way. They are hurt themselves. So they're just projecting onto you something that's very painful on them. Now, if you just think of, okay, you know what? That's not, that has nothing to do with me because I am perfect. I'm perfect. Right. That's your problem. And you're trying to hurt me because you're really hurt. I'm really sorry for you, right. but I'm not going to let you hurt me. That's not going to affect me. And he said, it's a decision that you make. And now because you were here and you learned all those things, and now you know who you are, you know what makes you happy, you know where you want to be. Um, and I know it sounds like you've got everything figured out. It's not like that, but uh, it's just really going deep into who you are and the self and what made you and what were your preconceptions and your system beliefs, things down. And when you come to the world like that, just experiencing the world, and he said, when you decide you're not going to get hurt, then you start seeing people with more compassion. And you forgive them, and you let them go. Because they don't have to stay, you know? That you is don't have to so let them stay. Beautiful. That is so beautiful. And I can so relate to that. I know exactly what you're talking about because, well, you read my story. And like most of my life, I was so resentful. I was so resentful. And right. that's exactly how I thought that, you know, you wanted to love people, but you don't want to get hurt at the same time. And then you learn that they cannot hurt you no more. Once you complete within yourself, once you know yourself, once you understand yourself, you say, you know what? I feel sorry for you because you are the one that is coming and out of the way and hurting me while well, I know. But you only can do that when you are realizing that you are enough yes you are yes. enough you're you you're complete nothing can hurt you and that resentment goes away that anger goes away and like you said forgiveness comes in and i forgive my mom and my ex-husband was so um abusive to me physically and emotionally and now when i talk about it it doesn't bother me anymore and i feel like right. you know what i understand and i learned that on my own as i grew up and i had my kids and yeah. i said you know what um he didn't know better and God knows how he grew up and what, what his mentality was. And now he cannot hurt me no more. And I actually went after a couple of years when I saw him for the first time, I was in peace with myself. So it didn't bother me. I wasn't scared. I wasn't intimidated. I was like, you know what? Now I can actually come with my, this new identity, my true self and tell you that I forgive you. Oh, wow. So you actually did you speak to him? After? I did. I did. Yes. Because um, that, was, that was one of the things that I wanted to do. I did not want to run away with the whole time and keep myself from, because I didn't want to hold that over my head, you know, not to just that anger is, I always say that anger that you have is a poison in your body. Absolutely. And oh my God. You. As, as, as hard as may be, you need to bring those pain on the surface, you need to work it out. You need to figure it out. You need to come into peace yeah. with it because there's no way you're going to live your life having those angers and those resentment because it just literally eats you alive. Absolutely. And that's why it's important to me to, uh, like you said, self-love and self-care is the most first priority. And I love what you do that you teach people how to get in touch with themselves and start, like you said, nothing can hurt you if you love yourself. Yes. Yeah. 
And that was, that was the biggest, biggest lesson. Uh, of course, three months there, there was a lot happening, you know, a lot. It was a full packed day. We woke up at 5.30 in the morning. Sorry, we started at 5.30. So we woke up before that. And the day didn't finish until like 9 p.m., sometimes 10. And we had lots of books and lots. So it was a lot of learning. And um, yes, there was a lot of experiencing. But, uh, and sexuality was a big, it's the major thing in Tantra, but in a very different light of, of what people think nowadays. Uh, so I'm... That was the best thing that happened to me. I was never the, the same person again. Wow, that's and even when I came out to the world, um, you know, I came to a normal life, and but I now had all those sources, uh, resources, and tools that helped me cope when things started happening. You know, all the relationships and people trying to hurt me, but now I knew better. Right. So yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So why yeah. do you think that Tantra is so important that you actually made your whole coaching career around it? Well, it wasn't until a few years later, I actually came back and um, I did not start teaching yoga straight away mm -hmm. because I was still, you know, full-time uh, performing artist and, um, now really enjoying life in a different light. So full on every day, really passionate and driven. And I started uh, from there, the world also feels that energy from you. Right. It's just this entire passion every single day, like eager to leave, you know? And from there I started a business and then another business. So that got me very busy. I was in a relationship, I was engaged. I moved to Sweden, came back to Hong Kong. So yoga was really just a, a self-practice. Once in a while, somehow people would find out about Tantra and invite me to do a talk. So it was a topic that people were very curious, right. especially men, very curious. And there was a difference there mm -hmm. that I found. There was a, a curious imbalance. I was like, why is it that men jump right into this whole topic and woman doesn't. But anyways, I started giving workshops first for free. Then uh, I was invited by, by corporate companies to talk about it as well. And I just thought, you know what? It, this is great for all areas of life because Tantra, again, sexual energy is the most important source of energy for tantrics but even in physics energy is everything right yeah. we're talking about physics here that this the chair that you sit the food that you eat your thoughts your actions everything is energy and then for tantrics sexual energy is the most important because it's the one that actually generates life what's more yeah. important than that so period we start straight on from that but how you take that energy and channel it transform it from you know that the, those feelings that you you have um i use a lot the word tesão, which is a portuguese word i'm still looking for the best translation in all the languages i think the closer in english i can get to for what I, the message i want to give is turn on so if a person can wake up every single day with a turn on for life 
not as losing the button, like just wake up, just cannot wait to start the day and transfer that energy to finances, relationships, career, um, health, anything else. You live life differently. You know, it's like you, your life is started again. You were born again today. So that is what I wanted to bring out to the world because the only thing, it was so limited, the knowledge of people about Tantra was so limited. So you come to the West world and there it's what we call, it's more Neo-Tantra. Mm-hmm. It's all about sex and sexuality and how to have the best sex of your life, how to give the best massage of your life and reach multiple orgasms and, you know, which sure, that's, that's nice. You know, that's a really nice part of life, but it isn't everything. Right. How about the rest of your life? Right. How about yourself? How are you going to actually please someone else when you should be making sure you are being pleased? but you don't know really well about you or what pleases you. And then you want to please someone else before you please you. And then also it, it's such a confusion of things when you just focus on sexuality, because if you're going to be experimenting and when you are sexually uh, exchanging energy with other people, since sexual energy is the most important energy, but there is no balance there and there's so many issues, it could be a big mess. And that's what it is. That's what's happening nowadays. It's a big mess. So we, we try to fix, organize the house first before we, we want to go and experiment with sexuality. Let's make sure that you're fine. Let's, let's make sure that your happiness is in check, that your um, self-love is in check, right? It's easier to just take care of one person than trying to take care of a group of people, right? So that's, that was my message. Well, let's, let's focus here, guys. Tantra is you first, okay? We start with you, with your self-care, self-love. Yes, grooming. Yes, uh, figuring out what works for you, how you can please yourself first. And then from there we can talk about interpersonal relationships. So that's, yeah. This is so important what you just said. So is it safe to say that um, your, uh, the way you coach people, like you said, the energy is everything. And like you said, the sexuality energy is the strongest one that we, we create life. But like you said, you mentioned something so important. A woman especially get stimulated sexually by attraction of, being comfortable with themselves as well as their livelihood. Which means that if you are not, so let's just say if you are not comfortable with your own body, uh, external body, um, internal, as well as like your lifestyle, your finance, like you said, or your um, uh, your parenthood or your um, home, uh, your career. So yes, you get in the bed, you're having sex, like you said, you're pleasing somebody, but that's just a limitation of that. So it's safe to say that your practice is taking care of all that saying, hey, wait a minute, you are not going to please yourself unless you take care of these stuff first, right? Yes, yeah. So it, that, and that is the name of uh, my brand, Holistic Wellness Tantra. Right. Tantra is the last word. Right. It's holistic, 
So with all those facets, right, of the being, with mm -hmm. so many things, then wellness, because you need to be happy and well and healthy, mental healthy, uh, mentally healthy, and you have to be um, physically healthy, whatever that means to you, and your nutrition has to be well taken care of because that it's what nourishes you. Mm -hmm. And you have to be feeling safe, insecure fin financially or in your home, in your family environment. All of those things have to be complete, right? right. And then uh, when it comes to Tantra is when you know yourself, when you do that inner work, when you are comfortable with not just your physical body, but with the, your soul as well. It's like you don't have to worry too much about all the things that are going to be like because they are going to fall into place. Right. When you simply know how to carry you, how to carry yourself in your daily life from the moment you wake up, you know how to make better decisions. You know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. You know what types of people you want around you and the types of people that you don't want around you. That's boundaries. Yeah. Self-care. Boundaries. Self-love and self-care. And when you start attracting the right people and literally keeping the, the, not the right people away from you, the right opportunities come, the right job comes. Or even if you are uh, an entrepreneur, you, you know what works for you. You right. know how, you, uh, how your productive is. Like the, if you are a woman, you know your cycle and you know that your productive levels fluctuate. Right. according to your cycle. So I know really well the days that I am ready for meetings and calls and sales. And I know the days that I am going to do more research, more reading, more writing, because it's different. Right. So when you just know yourself so well, you don't have to know about anybody else. That's not your job. Yeah. But then everything else just starts aligning as well. The, the entire world and universe starts aligning so that's not a hard job at all no things are still happening yeah but if you are doing the opposite <laughs> you're trying to sort everything else first like fixing people or you just hate your job right hate your job what are you gonna do like especially nowadays like you can't quit a job and go to another job it's gonna be the same thing but if you're trying to fix everything else first externally around you, it's going to be really, really hard just because you can't. Absolutely. You can't fix people. You can't change the external. No, that's too much. Too much energy to much. Uh, waste on that. And like you said, all the energy goes back to yourself to fix yourself, which brings me to my next question. Why do you only work with women? Right. So um, I was doing everyone first, uh, just... The, the public talks and workshops and like I mentioned before there was very curious men would always jump so it was literally a 80 to 20 percent audience of 80 percent being male and maybe 20 percent female if it was a mixed environment uh -huh. even less than that there was one event there was one lady and she was the organizer <laughs> and she she wasn't even like in the room she was like by the door kind of like not really 
into it. Right. And I was like, because I come from this ancient traditional lineage of Tantra where the woman is the goddess, everything turns around the woman. The men worship the goddess, all the rituals uh, going around. Right. And I'm like, oh, hold on a second, like, why a woman not interested in this, right? And I almost forgot that I also didn't know anything about Tantra before, and I, I never looked into it. That right. was born. Uh, and then when I remembered that, uh, hold on, whatever they know about Tantra is already, like, it's scary, and it's dirty, and it's, they repel it. So I'm like, how, how am I going to do this? Because every time I do a workshop, even if I focus the theme around the goddess and the women, the feminine power, feminine empowerment, men would still come a lot really? and not women. So basically that was the only reason because men would benefit from it as well. Greatly, 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 greatly but they are more interested, you know, like it's easy to capture a man and, and do classes for men, even though they, they have a lot of uh, misconception around it. They, most of them coming thinking something else, but then they get there and they benefit from it because they, they learned, Oh, so that's what country is. So it's like, I have to stop with the men. So now I'm going to have to just advertise it for women. And like a really strong, like Tantra was made for the women. It's right. not a man thing. It's a goddess culture. It's for the women. Women need, and you know what? I started just spreading the word for my friends first because they, they were also quite curious to know. And I'm like, if, if, if you're a woman and a man wants to teach you Tantra, run the other direction. <laughs> right, Tantra right. is from women to women. Okay, that's that's how we teach. So uh, that that's the reason because um, women were just too scared, and I'm like, the way that the world will know about tantra is that women embrace that this is for them, and then they will teach to their families, their sons, their daughters. Right. So see, this is what interests me because, like you said, women misinterpreting the world of that center like you said sexuality so obviously men okay i'm gonna get something out of it it's a sexuality it's talking about sex whatever anything that has to do around sex is is beneficial for me versus women now just to give you my experience of where i come from we women in my country girls know very little about sex so 90 percent of women that are getting married they literally or they have a husband or, or if they're in a relationship, they never experienced having orgasm. Never. They didn't know. Now, at, at, at one point, I was embarrassed to say, I did not, listen to this, I, was, I did not experience having orgasm after having my two kids. I will, three. One passed away, the three. And when I came here, when I left him, when I started going to school, it was funny because um, we were studying for the subject and this one girl, she was actually talking about sexuality. She was just joking around and stuff like that. And I was just trying to have a conversation with them, like pretending that I know, which I don't know. And then they were talking about orgasm, not speaking the language, 
one thing, I did not know what orgasm meant. And I literally asked that in a group and they all looked at me like, wait a minute, what? I said, what is that? And that's how I learned about it. And that's how after that, my, one of my girlfriends, she explained it after that, she said, you know, you have to do some research. And I did. And I, and I was like, oh, wow. And then after that, I became obsessed with it to see how women look at the sexuality. And in Africa, and unfortunately, there's a culture that they actually cut their clitoris because they don't want girls to experience um, having orgasm. So as you can see how important your work is to introduce to these women that are we are the one to learn about ourselves and we are the one like you said god is to control men because men can get pleased very easily yes yeah their, their mind of yeah. sexuality is different but very dysfunctional as well because they don't even know what they think what the ejaculation that the man has um it's so so superficial yeah and you know it's a comparison like even the women by having the clitoris orgasm is the equivalent of the ejaculation. So right. it's nice. It's nice. If you have never had an orgasm, clitoris, uh, a clitoris orgasm, it's nice. Please enjoy that, you know? <laughs> but if you only knew that that's just, that's so small. Portion of it. And the, the men, most men, 90% of men only have that their entire lives. Small, 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 small. They have been like <sighs> with the crumbles. Right. You know, so a woman, on the other hand, when she gets to explore more, she will pass through just the clitoris and she will go in through the labia and the walls of her vagina and the, like, then she has the G spot and then she has the cervix and then she has the full, like, there is seven right. different levels. And Men don't even know that. No. You know, like we, 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 if we think about it, women are winning yeah. if she actually gets <laughs> to explore that. <laughs> yeah. Men, they can also have a bigger orgasm, right? But he depends on the woman. So he would never have that by himself. Period. Wow. Yeah. So that's, that's like mind-blowing. And you were right because I... I started my sexual life quite late compared. <laughs> it, mm -hmm. This is varied from culture to culture, right? Right. But I was a virgin until I was 19 years old. But I had a lot of sex education before that, uh, which are uh, very interesting. You know, uh, it's, but it's never too late to learn. It's not an advantage, I would say. It doesn't really matter in that sense unless it's something that you have been already in relationships for a long time like most of my girlfriends and that's where it scared me because i saw this beautiful life-loving women that you think they are having the time of their lives but one of them was telling me ellen i didn't have my first orgasm until i was 30 years old wow yeah before that i didn't even understand why people people were so obsessed with sex because the only part I enjoyed was the preliminaries yeah. where you feel the man wanting you so bad. Right. And that was the attachment that she had. She wanted that feeling. She wanted that, like the man really hungry for her. Right. But then after that, she didn't really get it. She's like, what's the, what's the big thing about it? You know? Yeah. And 
when she had her first orgasm, she's like, oh, fuck's sake. Like, now I know. Well, what, what happened to my entire life? You know? I was missing. <laughs> I was missing all of that. So she's like, you need to hurry up. More people need to know this because it starts with women. Basically, what happened was, uh, I was telling you, I did grow up in a cult, a religious cult. But for some reason, sexuality was a thing that was taught from a young age because we were being prepared also to get married quite young but we needed to please the men by like you have to have pleasure so that was that was a little different um and i just remember that i masturbated since very little and the only thing my parents would say to me is like they, that's how they taught me privacy they said this is what you're doing it's private. You don't do that in public. Right. You do it in your room. But they never stopped me or said it was a bad thing or that I, you know. Right. So I masturbated a lot since I was a very little girl. Yeah. I so I already had that knowledge of the feeling, right? And then later when I was a teenager, I started watching porn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, nobody, if they knew that I was watching porn, nobody stopped me either. When I was probably 14, 15. But so when I had uh, my first, my like when I lost my virginity, I was 19, but I knew what I was doing. And I think, I, I think like already the second time I had an orgasm. So for me, I, it was a, it wasn't taken for granted, but I just thought everyone was the same. Right. And it was way, like way, way, way after I did my Tantra courses. So Tantra made a lot of sense to me as well in that, like, you know, I didn't really have um, issues personally that I had to go through, like a lot of other women had abuse and, and traumas and this, and mm -hmm. those things. So it took me a while to figure out that people needed help. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know. And then my friends started telling me and the stories of actual abuse and, and really being traumatized. And uh, that was, was blowing my mind. And the fact that we are in a patriarchal society. Oh, yeah. All information that women will get re relating, regarding to sexuality is mainly coming from a men perspective. And men are completely different from us in the sense of um, time and space. Yep. We need time and we need space and we need trust. Absolutely. We need to feel safe, to relax. Absolutely. For the woman, it's all about relaxation. The man is the opposite. The man is about holding it together. It's about control. Women is about relaxation. So how can we learn from the same place? We cannot. And how can men be teaching women? They can't. I know. I know. No, this is so important what you do because I have two daughters and since I didn't know and I started teaching them in a very young age because I knew they were, we were here and I knew they were going to learn and I want them to learn in the right way. And like yes. you said, to understand because it's the most important energy that you have that you can divide that for the rest of your um, area of your life that you can get so much benefit from as well as knowledgeable to like you said to know yourself to relax to say okay i'm not looking at it from a man perspective like you said they probably just do it and come in and they're happy and they go and 
you don't experience that till you're 30 and 40, like some of us, you know? And that was one thing that I lacked um, for my life. And being traumatized, I didn't even want to look at that. Like sexuality for me was just like a bad thing. Like, you know, for the longest time, I didn't want to be in a relationship because I was so resentful. And just because I've, I felt um, like a victim paralyzed, like I'm, I'm doing everything for you. And I didn't even know what I wanted, but I know what I was doing is a lot and I'm not getting anything in return. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And that's... And that uh, that is for, I would say every woman has been through that at least once in her life. Yeah. Every woman, just because we, we were not prepared. Even the ones that. It's so interesting what you teach and it's so amazing how you help people in an area of their life that they're not aware of. And when we talk about it, when you talk about it, it makes so much sense that 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 they have to be like oh my god this is this is the area i should take care of first before i start anything else yeah so if i if you would have one important message to leave right now for women what would that be well so uh i i never really think too much about this uh, like the last message because it really depends on on what i feel right now having this conversation with you and where this is guiding us right it's a very intuitive moment for me but like the message that i am feeling right now is that we there was never a better time i believe for women to start doing this self-care right because the entire world now is it forcefully i know i understand and it might feel like this is terrible this is the worst that it could be hold on take a breath here because the world has been on a masculine energy for centuries that we know for era after era like now it was forced to stop and slow down and like everywhere in the world when i talk to people they're like oh we see the sky now, the, the, the stars. We couldn't for a long time because of the pollution. Oh my God, the waters are so clean now. There is animals here that I haven't seen before. You know, that like there's birds. Oh my God, I can hear the birds. Oh, oh my God, like, you know, the whole world has stopped and it is low in the, in the feminine pace. So there isn't a better time for women right now to take that opportunity and start and pay more attention to herself. And the best way to do that is to grab a mirror, lock yourself in the room. You don't need a lot of time. I'm not talking about hours here, but that could take hours. It depends on you. But if you have kids, I have four children at times. I have twins. They're 20 months old. And I have a stepson and stepdaughter and my husband. And there were times where this I could get for myself was my bathroom. So I just, I made it pretty, you know, I like things organized and clean. And, and even though with all these people here, I managed to have a, <laughs> a somewhat organized place, but I went to the bathroom. I take my candles, my incenses. I put a little carpet on the floor and you take the mirror you put it in front of yourself close your eyes first take a deep breath open and look in the mirror and just start observing 
what are the things that you tell yourself? Have a conversation to yourself. Are you saying kind things? Are you saying loving things? Complimenting yourself? Or are you being harsh? Are you criticizing? You're not enough? Or I'm not going to put words here. I'm not going to induce anything. So just observe the things that you tell yourself, even if it's not out loud. And even if you can go a step further and look at your body, look at your full body. What do you see? What do you tell yourself? Where are you right now? And for the women that take a step further, I always ask them because that might be the first time they do this is to actually spread your legs and look at her. Mm -hmm. Yoni. Yoni is a Sanskrit word for the sacred place. And it's your vagina. Right. It's literally the sacred place. That's the word in Sanskrit. Yoni. Look at her. And there is all these steps that I take. But these, sometimes only those three steps take so long for women to break through. One, because they can't find the time. They don't have time for that. Second, they literally don't have space in their own homes. They don't have their little temple, a place that they can go and retreat themselves to stay alone for five, ten minutes. So it takes, I, I worked with women that took two months to find time, schedule there, one time per week even five minutes one time per week find a space and find the courage to face herself in the mirror even if you don't take your clothes off you don't look at your body you don't look at your yoni just look at yourself in the mirror in the eye and talk to yourself and put down three words that come out and it's hard wow love that I love that. That is so powerful. Like you are, you just so right. Like people, I don't know anybody that does that. I don't know anybody that does that because like you said, the number one is the times we're so busy. We don't put ourselves first and we put our kids, our partner, our job, our money, our everything else first. Then like you said, a space at home. We don't even have a space at home to do it because we always make room for the kids and for guests and for other stuff, for games, for God knows what else, gym. We work so hard to work out and make our body look beautiful, but we don't even have a courage to look at ourselves and say, you know what, I appreciate. And, and so I, much to talk about those things. I so know, I know. Hours, 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 like, oh. Yeah, uh, what a powerful <laughs> message. No, no, I really, I love this. I really appreciate you coming over here and talking to, to me, but to these women, to, to how brave and, and, and sexy and vibrant you are. And all of that because you practice this and you're so comfortable. I wish they could see you, but one, uh, which I will bring you back, I promise. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes. I want them to see because I don't think my words can describe how beautiful you are, but I can sense people because I did study body language and how comfortable you are with yourself. And I, I want people to see that, that 
having four kids, being the age you are, traveling, going through so much, teaching this, and, and you are so beautiful naturally and how you comfortable you are with your body is phenomenal. It's phenomenal. And I just want to add that, uh, of course, there are cycles in life, okay? But that's the beauty of it. I've, I'm now... Um, still recovery because I had twins and I had a C-section and I had a separation of my abdominals. My body is not how it looked before having the babies where I was a fitness competitor and I worked with fitness as well. It's a complete different body and I'm still recovering. But having those resources, it's what has been, you know, making it easier for me to navigate through those changes. I, I sometimes I'm not even I cannot even imagine how it is for for most women to not be doing those fundamental things. I'm like, how do they cope? You'd be surprised. Women are, now imagine women are amazing. They yeah. cope. Oh now yeah. They they had something else that they could, you know, just like be taking care of themselves better. How even more amazing they could be. Oh, absolutely. Well, you know me, I'm obsessed with, with women taking time for themselves and for their health and for their beauty, for their look and just for their courage, for just so much we carry. We tolerate so much. We take care of so much. We're so much stronger than men. And I wish every woman would, would take some time to realize that. And I love the fact that you came over here and you're telling people that how important it is because I want them to hear from experts like yourself that you experience it and you know how important it is that it's time for you to put yourself first and it's not selfish and Absolutely. worth it. And if you don't mind me saying, yeah. I, I am bringing a book. It's on pre-launch phase right now. And it's already, there is a chapter of the book that's available. The book is, is still being, to, uh, being published and it's called Self-care isn't selfish. Selfish, yes. I, what a wonderful title. Yes, yes. We, we're gonna, I'm actually going to put all your information, your signature course, that is Goddess Academy, which is the beautiful name, and then as well as your book. And all your information is going to be in the uh, uh, portal for my student to look and, and find you. And, and uh, I'm sure they will because, like I said, what an important topic that we talked about that a lot of women either don't know or don't even bother to know because they're so busy so i wanted to bring that side of them i wanted to uh make them realize that there's so many energy and there's so many side to you that we're bringing expert to talk to you to bring that out because it's like you said not one thing can be fixing everything but if we can attach all the puzzles together and that's how they find themselves so i thank you so much for coming over here I love you. Oh my God, woman, yeah. you are fantastic. And, and I am going to bring you back because I'm guarantee you that a lot of women probably want to hear more and more about it. And uh, your book, yes, we get, I'm going to tell them where, where they can find your book. And I might personally going to check your book and I want to read it. And I want it to, yes, and me and you, well, we're going to be in touch. I thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Oh, sending you so much love. And uh, let's... Uh, Hopefully, hopefully you can meet soon in New York or here somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how I'm going to get it done. I'm going to have an introduction for you. I'm going to have everything, tell them that who you are first. Then we're going to put our discussion. Then I'm going to tell them where they can find you. 
and I'll put all your information there. Uh, a week before I release this, I will uh, put this on my social media and I will tag your name. Yes, yeah, so I can, I can tag everywhere as yeah. well, yeah. So I can tag it and then that way they can see because I really am like so obsessed with moment to find, find you and find the courage like us to come out and be themselves and love themselves and make, you know, realize how important they are. Yes. You'd be amazed I, how many people uh, neglecting that. And, and trust me, I was not aware of how much until probably when I, when I became, when I was pregnant, because before that, my life was crazy. I was so, like I said, I was now, I had like five different jobs in one day and I just wanted to do it all, you know, and, um, my relate, even the, re the quality of my relationships changed a lot because I just started attracting the different type of men. Yeah, you know, on. I was still attracting like wealthy men because that that's where my mind was wired. Yeah. From very, very early on. Right. And they were all very generous. Like they treated me well and all of that, but it, it was, there was no connection there. Mm -hmm. So when you, when, what happens when and there's no spiritual connection is that it drains your energy. Yeah, and you know what? Like, I don't say this too too much in public, but I will say this to my uh, clients and students. In a relationship where it's not fundamentally um, uh, proportional spiritually, women always lose. Yeah, and I'm sorry. Uh, like, if you're a feminist, you're gonna hate this because you know we we want to be equal and yada yada yada. Nice. Listen, we always lose, unfortunately, unfortunately. Yeah. Because we are not in a optimal place right now. Right. And that's what needs to change. That's why I really wanted this message to go mainstream, <laughs> and. Um, like we just need more women to know and, and master. Hey, that's it. me and you're here. So we're going to do as much as we can. And I, I'm reaching to everybody and I'm trying because what my life, what I went through, I never want any woman to go through and having my two daughters and there are young kids in there, young girls out there that I wanted us to leave them, um, be a role model for them to leave them a message to, you know, it's possible to be you and do and be powerful and women are powerful. So again, like, absolutely. Thank you yeah. so much. Thank you for this. Thank I you love so it. much for taking time. Yeah, everything yeah. About you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much. You've listened to real talk with your host, coach and speaker, Valerie Malone. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might also like Valerie's coaching packages and online programs available on her website, ValerieMalone.com. On her blog, you'll also find free tips, tricks, and strategies to improve the quality of your life and business. Take a look at ValerieMalone.com.